1: This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. You know, off the heels of this uh, announcement from Facebook recently, that they're going to hire 3,000 additional staffers to review nasty content, violent content, hate speech, that kind of stuff. I mean, it raises the question of, well, what does that kind of job involve? There are already about 4,500 people employed by Facebook who do this kind of work. So that's uh, a lot of people. And other companies do the same thing. So you think about, what is the job of these people? Well, for a lot of folks, it involves sitting at a computer in an office countries like the Philippines, India, and spending hour upon hour thousands and thousands of images a day deleting them, having to look at basically 9 to 5 or even longer, look at awful stuff. Stuff that other people aren't supposed to see and shouldn't see, but your job is to see them. What kind of a toll is that going to exact on somebody? I know, look, there are first responders people who work for the police services. that They have to do that kind of thing. Uh, but that's a pretty awful job, isn't it? Uh, so the timing's interesting because there's a new documentary called The Moderator's. That explores the lives of some of these people. Uh, you can see this for yourself at vision dot org. Joining us on the line is uh, Kieran Cassidy, who is the director of this documentary. The moderators, uh, Kieran, great to have you with us. You're welcome to the program. Yeah, thank you for having me. So, about how many people do face, does Facebook already have doing this kind of work?
0: Uh, from what I could read in their press release there the other day, they state that they have they had four thousand five hundred working in this job. And they are now taking on an additional three thousand.
1: Right. Now, I, I think, you know, from an outside observer's perspective, we can appreciate why Facebook wants to screen out certain kinds of content. Uh, there, there's some responsibility on their end to, even to do so. But uh, this is quite a job that we're asking these people to do. What, what is it exactly that these people are doing right now?
0: Yeah, well, it's it's not Facebook. It's not just Facebook, but I think it's an industry-wide, you have to figure it's there for Facebook, but I think industry-wide it's 150,000 people are working across the globe in this. And it's quite a, like, I think it's quite a unique industry, but the simple way to explain it is they remove all the nasty, uh, offensive material so that people uh, in the Western world don't see it. So if you think of porn, uh, child abuse images, torture, some graphic photos. All of these things would be taken down by content moderators for various sites. Each website would have their own team of content moderators and they would remove it so that the paying customer or their user of the site wouldn't get to view this material. But um, clearly like for somebody like Facebook or anybody that's got like videos or plenty of photos, these people would be uh, dealing with you know some, some 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 of the very nasty things that exist on the internet because we all, in our own day to day existence, would have came across um, some very dark uh, things that exist out there. So you can imagine when that's your job, yeah. uh, the kind of material you be coming across.
1: Now I, I guess maybe one day we we can assign this task to to you know artificial intelligence or some kind of algorithm, but as it stands now, it falls to humans to do this, right?
0: Yeah, well, I think like I think. Like What's pretty interesting about this, we were over in India, we were dealing with a company who do content moderating, and one of the things that they were saying to us, and this was before the Facebook controversy, they were saying that you're always going to need man behind a machine. You need somebody there making the decisions, but AI is nowhere near smart enough. I think a lot of the big tech companies um, up to this point never really talked about content moderation. They are very bright and optimistic companies. You know, when we think of these companies, we think of the future, we think of, uh, you know, employees sitting around in beanbags, uh, and we think of, you know, words like interconnectivity and communities and whatnot. While in reality, there may be a a factory in the Philippines or an office in India where people are actually just going through pretty nasty images and removing them from them, which kind of uh, goes against the image that's, this company themselves may be uh, propagating.
1: But yeah, it's interesting. So a lot of them are in these two countries. Is there any reason for
0: that? Um, I think it's the same why maybe clothes would be made in certain countries, or mm. you know, you know, economies of scale and globalization. Like I think for this. And clearly, like if you were doing it in India or Philippines, it's a lot cheaper. So this work would be very user intensive. So if you imagine your data website and every image that's posted or everything that's put up on the website has to be cleared by somebody, that's a lot of a lot of work. So um, it's the kind of um, labor intensive work that would end up getting um, outsourced to somewhere in the Philippines or India.
1: Well, there's a lot to go through. And from what I understand that these people have quite a job. So not only does your day involve going through these horrific images, but there's a lot to process. How much is a typical worker processing on any given day?
0: Yeah, well, like, I I think like when we talked to uh, people in India, um, and they worked in a very good office, like it was good conditions. They were very open and transparent and allowed us around the office. So I always feel that this is one of the best or one of the More open and positive companies working in this industry. And they were dealing with 2,000 images uh, an hour. So they were going through a huge amount of uh, material. So, like when you see the film, you can see that people are just tap, tap, tapping away on the mouse and they're kind of constantly processing it. So it's not like, let's say, people are sitting around stroking their chin and wondering about whether to include it or not and discussing it. They're just, you know, they're working through a large amount of uh, material very, very quickly. So um, not only are they dealing with very nasty uh, subject matter, but they're also dealing at a very quick rate.
1: Well, does that lend itself, though, to, to some overreaction? I know some companies have been criticized about being too sensitive when it comes to pulling certain pictures offline. I mean, is that a, a consequence of, of this kind of approach and the, the sheer volume they have to deal with?
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I... I like I don't know about like, I I wouldn't know about any arguments of oversensitivity to be honest because I'm not, I'm not I I wouldn't be sure of it but yeah like I I'd imagine like there there may be um like like one of the things that they t- discuss in the film is like the cultural issue so something that may be offensive in one country may not be in the other yeah. area but usually what happens with these companies is like let's say the company that we were dealing with. Most of the employees are Hindu, so a lot of things that they were dealing with, would, they would would be offensive to them and against their religion. Certain things, anyway, um, but they 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 were only block whatever the company told them to block. Mm-hmm. So they're given a set of guidelines. So it differs from website to website. So the guidelines for uh, one company may be different from another. So certain things might be allowed to happen on one site that may not be allowed to happen on another site. So in reality, I. It's not really the moderators. It's really the instructions they're getting from the website owners themselves.
1: Now, yeah, I mean, it seems like uh, a tough bargain for these people because, as you say, they're working in a nice office, probably earning a, a decent living. But this has got to be traumatizing. So what about that side yeah. of it?
0: Yeah, yeah like I, I, I think there's been the first slew of court cases in the U.S. where um, content moderators are now suing companies. Um and one of the things about the industry is that most people who work in the industry and why you don't hear about it sign non-disclosure agreements. and um, I think the thing about it is is that when we talked to people within this company in India, they didn't nobody really spoke of the deep trauma that they were undergoing when they're there. Now, part of it I think was that they're working in that company at that moment in time. And even if I went into your radio station there in Canada and I started asking news what it was like to work for that station you tell me it's all great and everybody gets on fine but yeah. if I went for a couple of pints which is after you may say something different but I do think that um, like I think I think anybody on a human level can just really imagine the effect that this would have on you and like I know for myself and what attracted me to this story is I know that I wouldn't be able to do it like yeah. I know that yes. if I was looking at that material that it would kind of it would, it would get into into the way I think and it would affect my sleep and you know, and especially some of those things that certain people would be seeing. So, um, yeah, it's like I, I would imagine that it would have certain effects. And it definitely wouldn't be a positive influence in your life.
1: Well, look, certainly, I mean, there are people who work in law enforcement, for example, that, that do similar kind of work and see... These kinds of awful images, but uh, in in those kinds of institutions, there's there's support, there's there's therapy available uh, if mm-hmm. if need be. Um, what what are these companies offering to support these employees if if they do need that kind of help?
0: Yeah, well, I think the company that we were dealing with in India, they're a small company, so there was only a hundred, and we, we were one of the few. They were the first. It was the first time that a camera crew really had gone in and filmed an office like this work. And they, they were very open and they were very transparent to us and they explained to us that if anybody had any problems, they were more than welcome, you know, to go to HR. HR kept an eye on people. Now, one of the things that we noticed there was obviously that we followed people being trained up. and um, So they have a high turnover. So I think the first thing that would happen is that um, if you got a problem with it initially, you probably will leave. Um, and I think then, I think the other, other staff... Um, would be dealt with by HR if you, had any, if you had any issues with it. But I think the real question about it is is that, like, I think the company we were dealing with, it seems that they had a good relationship with their staff and they had their, um, their best intentions um, and they looked to take care of them. The question that we'd be kind of asking about is, like, all these other companies that we don't know, like, that's 100 people that we know that works in an industry of 150,000 yeah. And when you're looking at things like child porn and, you know, the various internet uh, companies that exist, you know, what is the scale out there? What, what, what are the conditions? And I know Adrian, who I uh, co-directed this film, had, you know, talked to people who worked in factories in the Philippines and people who had worked in uh, content moderating in the United States. And there seems to be a lot more extreme um, conditions um, and also like no... Um, counselling or no no reach out at all. And I think the thing about it is that the internet has grown so exponentially, and I think we're only finding issues that are now arising out of it. And I think like content moderation and how to get people to do this job will be something that they will be looking at over the next five or six years.
1: Right, because I think the bind that we're in is that we need somebody to be doing it. I mean, it's an important job, and you know the, these companies would be in all kinds of trouble if they didn't have uh, somebody doing this.
0: Yeah, yeah well, I... I I think the thing about it is, is the companies need content moderation, but up to this point they never uh, admitted its existence. So I think Adrian had wrote about it before. I think he used the idea of it was called the granny rule, which was that you know when companies like Facebook or um, social media companies were growing and they were getting new generations of families. So a granny may be joining Facebook and a whole family may be on there that if all of a sudden a very graphic photo or something like this popped up on their stream, that person, if they saw it, would never go back on the site um, if they saw this graphic I- image or video. Um, so companies knew years ago that the importance of content moderation because it would scare off um, volatile um, new customers and it would you know, affect how your company grows. Um, I think now like with this very dark, you know, developments in the last, you know, couple of weeks where I think there's been two murders on Facebook Live. Um, So Facebook had moderators and now they're hiring more moderators uh, concerning, you know, dealing with this. Like, I think it's a necessary job. Um, They're looking at, you know, how to deal with this kind of, you know, very modern phenomenon. Um, But it doesn't stop it in any way, you know. Like, if, if you load something up on Facebook, it'll be still there. I think what this just means is that to try and get the videos down quicker, because I think the one in Cleveland was up for two hours or something like that. Right. So it would have been on other websites, people would have downloaded, people would have viewed it before it got reported.
1: Yeah, well, a lot of important issues this raises. Uh, the documentary is called "The Moderators." Uh, people can uh, watch it for themselves at uh, FieldDivision dot org. Uh, Kieran, thanks so much for making some time for us to here today. Really appreciate this.
0: No problem. All the best, ticker.
1: Are you too? There you go. Kieran Cassidy, director of this documentary called The Moderators Field of Vision.org. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.